Hey, everyone. Hi. It's Danny. I'm editing. I wanted to do a quick uh, correction, I guess. Is that is that what this is? Um, my special guest this week wanted me to correct a couple things that she said, and I should probably just correct everything that came out of my mouth during the episode, uh, every episode. First, uh, she's not sure if it was actually Dal who introduced her to the podcast. Uh, second, she said Wonder Woman when she meant Bionic Woman as part of something that might not actually make it into the podcast, according to her. And uh, she said the Sunburn single was the first bass player, but it was actually not. So everyone get your boos and your hisses out right now. I'll give you a couple seconds here. All right, perfect. On with the show. five songs or less. This is Danny. I'm doing my first episode with someone you that has been mentioned on the pod, someone that has listened to the pod and written about the pod. It's Lindsay Oxford. Hello. Hi. Say hi, Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> is it is it working now? Is it suddenly now? It's, that's yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> What's up? Hey, um, I, I'm, I'm buzzed. I'm, I'm chilled. I'm ready. I'm jazzed. How about You're that? Jazzed. I'm jazzed. I'm yeah. as jazzed as anybody can be at the end of a work day. But uh, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. It's it's uh, we're continuing. Oh, that's how I was going to start the episode. I was going to say something about Leo season. Let's start over then. <laughs> or, okay, or, or not. It, forget what you just heard. OK, ready? Three, two, one. Welcome back to Five Songs or Less, everybody. Happy Leo season. We're, I don't care if the season's over. Danny, it's fucking September. Is this coming out in September or October? I don't know. Whatever next Wednesday is. It's fucking Leo season still. We're going to talk about at least one more Leo band today. And then who knows if we'll go for another one. But guess who's here, everybody? The person that interviewed me and Dante. Do you remember Dante? We'll think back even farther. Because it's Lindsay Oxford. Hello. <laughs> Poor Dante. That's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Does he listen to the ones he's not on? Uh, if he knows the, the artist, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then no, because he's young. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should. Yeah. He, I, he should. Tell him. He, he might should. listen to this one because you're on it. Oh, by the way. Uh-oh. Uh, by the way, he sent me a screenshot that you requested the to follow him on Instagram. I was like, yeah, do it. And he's like, no, no way. That's why I named myself. Don't, don't follow Dante. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm a, like, <laughs> I'm a professional contrarian. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I would hazard to say that I probably have a, a 
more irritating social media feed than he does. Although he may not have one. He may just be a He doesn't have much of one. I had to I had to beg him to let me follow him and he almost never posts. So he's like a lurker. So he's not he's, a lurker. he's not contributing yeah. to the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 He's just watching. That's yeah, that's that's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dante. <laughs> So what's up? How was your day? Hey, uh, it was pretty cool. I did some work. I got Mm -hmm. home. I did some not work. And now I'm here to talk records. Let's do it. Now you're potting? Now I'm potting. Mm -hmm. This is my first time potting. This is my first time as someone's podcast guest. Oh, okay. Wow. This is... Well, no, never mind. It's not a first. It's the first time I've had Lindsay Oxford on this podcast. Woohoo. <laughs> How did you come across the pod? I don't think we talked about that when you interviewed us. You know, I was trying to remember that too. I was thinking it was possible that Dal told me. Uh, uh, Dal? Dal listens to this? Hi, Dal. (laughs) He will now. Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, So we are talking about Dal Bossy, who owns the fantastic Phono Select. Yeah, Phono. Woohoo. So I feel like he might have told me because I feel like this was... Did I contact you pre-pandemic and then we did the interview post-pandemic, like mid-pandemic or early pandemic? No, we didn't start until November of that year of pandemic stuff. Yeah. So um, a lot of what I would do when I worked uh, at that job is I would ask around. I would say like, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Who should I be talking to? What don't I know? Because there's quite a bit I don't know. So yeah, I I feel like it's Dal. I feel feel like this is Dal's doing. Oh, well, if it is, I'm honored. Yeah. Truly honored, actually. That's cool. I had assumed that maybe uh, I, we do have some mutuals. I think you're friends with David Paul. Uh, yeah, this was. Uh, I don't think it would have been at that point though, because the the um, the whole story of how I know DP is is mm-hmm. interesting. Like I have known his wife for 22 years. Like pre- oh really pre Sacramento. Riot wow. Girl DC, yes. <laughs> so um, I always I always say Riot Girl CC, but not that Riot Girl DC. Like we were, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is I I like this. I like this because we're starting out on this very cool like posy Sacramento note, and I think that oh. like keeping it posy is the way to go. Yeah. How how did you end up? Because you're from the East Coast. How why when? Did you end up in Sacramento? Oh, okay. Well, let's tell the short version. Um, sure. I was 18 and moved. I lived in this town that was kind of a small town. It, you wouldn't consider it a small town now, but um, a, a town surrounded by a lot of farmland, but actually pretty close to D.C. But mm-hmm. I just lived in a small town all my life, um, and it was time to sort of explore. And um, yeah. I ended up in Oakland thinking that I was going to, like, move around and do what every like 18 year old kid thinks and like somehow like travel, con- <laughs> travel the country by bus and then magically come home to a house of 400 records with no job, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, eventually I started dating and moved in with someone who I met in the Bay Area, but who had family here and we wanted to be closer to his family. 
Uh-huh. Um, okay. And that's been a, a while back. But uh, when yeah. when I was back on my own again, I you know like I had great friends here. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good things going on here. Uh, it was still an affordable pl- place to live. So yeah, that's cool. I I love it. I've been here my whole life, minus one year. I lived in Santa Barbara. Um, I grew up in Elk Grove. But yeah, I love Sacramento. What, did you, you don't have to tell me the exact year, but I can place it by like venues. Did you, were you here for Capital Garage? I was here for the talent of Capital mm-hmm. Garage. Um, Blue Lamp before it was Blue Lamp. I can't remember. Because there was something between the strip club and Blue Lamp, right? Uh, I don't remember. I was not 21 yet, so I couldn't. Well, you and I are the same. Go. You and I are the same age. I um, briefly used a, a um, fake ID when I was here, but uh-huh. um, I don't believe I did a ton of of uh, stuff. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't remember. But uh, like Bojangles. Oh no! I think well, it, it would have. That... I definitely never went to a Bojangles show. I mean, okay. I, I think. My memory of it is, my memory of Bojangles is the place that everybody uh, says Bojangles, complains that it's a wine bar, and then talks about the cattle club. And yeah, that's, that's the directory it goes for someone my age or our age, I guess. Yeah, or or older. I think it's I, th- I think it's like the forty mark is. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> that's Nirvana? generally how. It yeah. Goes. Yeah. I I caught the very end of it. I. Uh, I only went there like three times. Yeah, like three times. Okay, okay. So that is that like right around the time you came here? So I was in Oakland in 2000. Um, right. Oakland first. Okay. Oakland first, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Oakland in sort of mid-2000, and I wasn't there too very long, like probably just shy of two years. And I went mm-hmm. to Davis, who where... Um, Depending on who you are, you do or don't consider that the Sacramento area. But I came I here. Do. I came here I a lot do. for shows. Um, okay. And yeah. of course, I had friends here. And then I moved to Sacramento proper and did the Sacramento thing, um, mm-hmm. starting oh five oh six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I spent a little bit of time in Carmichael post college, but like mm-hmm. um, more or less. Oakland two years, Davis two years, uh, and then uh, and then moved to Sac proper. Uh, my dogs are about to jump and make some noise. So Aww. yeah, hi dogs. Hello. What are your dogs' names? Uh, though, so there is um, the dog that you have heard the most of. We were talking about his. his Bubba's, come on up, Bub. Um, this is Murphy, who's making the noise right now, and <laughs> around the corner is Captain Lou. Oh, okay. yes, she's a, a good one, and her. She was. She was not. Uh, Captain Lou is um, uh, uh, honorific. She was given later, but you know she's. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask some. I've I've always asked like when I had new people on the pod, I've asked like random questions, and so I've been thinking about it. So I'll do. We'll get do a couple of those. You can ask me some too if you want. Oh yeah, I'd be. I I like this is in, in incredibly odd for me to be. Asked, the other asked questions rather yes. than asking questions. Yeah. Yes. So I'll start, I guess, easier for, I mean, none of them are hard, but what was your first concert that you went to? 
Oh, okay. Well, let's let's do the hipster punk rock thing. Are we talking shows? Or are we talking concerts? You can do both. I will allow both. Okay. Um, so my first concert, uh, I was really lucky to grow up uh, in a house with like really good music around. And so my first concert was with my dad when I was about eight. Uh, it was the Violent Femmes and the B-52s. Ooh. Right, yeah, yeah. So I, I started off nice. strong, yeah. My first, I saw a couple like smaller shows in my small town when I was like in my very early teenage years, possibly even tween. Mm-hmm. But my very first official punk show was um, in Huntsville, Alabama in Whoa. the mid 90s. Yes, yes. Uh, I spent my summers in Alabama and uh, had family there. And so my cousin took me to, uh, he was like, well, what? So here's what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, This is going to be like that zombies episode where you didn't start talking about the band for 40 until 40 minutes. (laughs) This is absolutely nothing. This is absolutely nothing. Uh, um, So, yeah, I. uh, My favorite complaint about this podcast. (laughs) I have I have like publicly complained about that. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a terrible shame because I interviewed you initially because I really liked your con- your podcast, and then um, I believe that since that time two years ago that I talked to you, I have only contacted you to either tell you your podcast is too long, or to tell you that your takes are incorrect. So yeah. those, those are the comments I want. Yeah, it's got to be a good feeling, right? Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I have, uh, you know, older cousins in Alabama. Alabama's where I learned to drive. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was sort of like, well, what do you want to do when you're not at grandma and granddad's house? And um, initially that night was going to be amateur wrestling in Boaz. Yes, uh, I was I was. Grandma said no to amateur wrestling in Boaz, though. So I, <laughs> so I saw the crumbs in a bunch of uh, local Huntsville uh, oh, bands. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like a very cool, very cool thing. Yeah, I mean, like Alabama plays actually a really big part in my sort of formative years. Um, like a uh, couple, I have two cousins, and so I spent time in a couple different college towns in Alabama. I mean, Hunts- Huntsville has university too, obviously, but um, perhaps not obviously. Uh, but I mean, like I bought my first Huggy Bear records, or they were CDs, mm-hmm. but I bought my first Huggy Bear CDs in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. I, you know, like Team Dress records, um, you know, my cousin eventually gave me his copy of 24 hour revenge therapy on vinyl Mm -hmm. um so like yeah i mean that's it's uh yeah you know like though you know how we all get into it like the cool older older cousin yeah i have an older brother he's he's really cool but like my he got me into weird owl maybe not so much like (laughs) not so much like fugazi or anything but (laughs) weird owl is the fugazi of comedy music you know, I would agree with that. Like, <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, he's he's very positive. He's like, yes. um, you know, I don't actually know the vegan status of the folks in Fugazi, but I do know Weird Al is vegan. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. Vegan approved. Vegan approved. Okay, that's very cool. That's cool. My, mine is, uh, my first concert concert was Bush, and my first, like, 
punk show was I think no effects or no it was no effects or if it was less than Jake and blink 182 were my first like club punk shows or whatever oh yeah um, the crumbs is rad though that's a that's a good uh good yeah. starting point yeah it's, it's uh in in Alabama no less I think that that's in like Alabama no less yeah far far from the Bay Area yeah. far from the Bay Area like far from my home in in Virginia I mean that's that's mm-hmm. that's really kind of the funny thing is like I was a pretty shy kid and still a pretty shy adult but like I lived half hour from DC and I knew about good shows, but I, like, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't bring myself to ask like an older person who wasn't into that stuff to drive me to see a show, yeah. you know, but that's yeah. Bush. I, I have also seen Bush live at like, oh. a, at like a stadium show. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like the, uh, uh, WHFS, HF festival. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about what the equivalent of HFS would be out here. Like whatever, whatever your big uh, modern rock station was out here. Alternative. Oh, um, back th- back then was Quad. I almost remember Quad. I remember like yeah. um, tail end of Quad. Come on up, dog. <laughs> Sorry, I have some very demanding puppies here, dude. Shit, what was one of the? I I always do this too, Lindsay. I will think of questions. And then I will forget like three of them. Um, so the other one, this one is one I haven't asked before. Uh, you're you're in a coffee shop. Doesn't matter which. Pick a, pick your favorite. No, we're not allowed. We're not allowed to talk about Sacramento businesses. Oh uh, yeah, I, I exist. <laughs> I exist outside of space and time in terms yes, of Sacramento. Yes. yes imagine yes. in in your mind's eye. Imagine you're in your favorite coffee shop. Okay. Uh, what is your order in said coffee shop? Uh, like just plain old, what do I order in a coffee shop? Yeah. Oh, um, I, until we hit the, hit the really cold season, I am a uh, straight up cold brew black. Oh. Yeah. And then um, coffee in the office. I've been told I make really strong coffee. Mm-hmm. If you can see through coffee, it's not strong enough. That's, <laughs> so so um, that's, yeah. And, and then just like a plain old black coffee, I'm... I will drink any coffee. I am not a particularly uh, educated person on coffee. I, I know what I like. So, okay. okay. Yeah. So you're the opposite of me. Well, I'm not educated on coffee. I'm not educated on coffee. I scratch that from the record, everybody. But I like my coffee beige. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had those days. Yes, yes. How do you how do you stay awake? I coffee. <laughs> Caffeine has no effect on me whatsoever. Like I can drink six cup of cups of coffee, like black coffee in the morning and I will, it won't touch me. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm immune. That's a good way to be because it's, um, in large quantity, it's not, it's not good for you. Um, mm-hmm. like in, in very large quantity, especially as, as you and I are, are older folks, aged yes. compared, compared to your good friend yes. Dante. So <laughs> <laughs> Little baby boy Dante. Little baby Dante who needs to respect his elders on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I miss that dude. He'll be back soon. Hey. Like, like. A a little bit. Okay. Okay. In snippets. Okay. He's going to be a a guest on the podcast he helped start. Oh, well, that's good. Sometimes. Yeah. If he's not going to follow me on Instagram, he's got to at least pop up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. I don't remember what else I was going to ask you. Do you have any questions, interview questions for me? Oh, 
Let's see. Um, so I, I always have some questions, and then of course you've taken me by surprise. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go back then. Like uh, I know we're more than a year into the podcast at this point. How almost to two years? It'll be two years in November. Nice. So. Um, my goal today is to win the podcast. Um, so, so as I recall, maybe the the highest is what Taylor Swift or or Dick- um, the highest that somebody gave me uh, has been Motion City soundtrack, which I gave a four point eight, and Cody gave me Joshua Ray Walker, which I may have over. I was real excited about it at the time, but I haven't listened to it since. But I gave him a 4.8 as well. Okay. So those are those are the high. I think somebody else got just as high. But if I can't remember, it's probably not true. So, What about, is there somebody that you've really wanted somebody to give you that, that nobody's given you yet? Um... And if you do, is it because you're like really earnest and want to get to know that artist or is it because you want a challenge? Uh, I do truly want to get to know more music. That's like, that has become my love of this pod is like listening. Like we just released an episode yesterday about Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh yes, I listened. An artist that I probably would have never listened to outside of the song Call Me Maybe, which I would have just heard in, you know, whatever random store that I'm in. I have to tell you that 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 is a fantastic song. Like I could, I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, it's not the one that I would pull up and be like, I want to listen to call me maybe right now. Oh, I definitely call listen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And now I I don't know much past that, but I am Mm -hmm. like, as we'll get into when we talk about chisel, like I will fall in love with a song and that will be enough for me for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I really like that. So, so can I think of anything I really love since uh, since I've been doing episodes with Dante or uh, not with Dante with Cody and Nate they've been giving me these country artists and that's a world that I have not gone into for many many reasons but so far they've been kind of knocking it out of the park with their, their country stuff that they've been giving me oh yeah so nice that's the stuff that I've been most excited about on the pod like when we talk when like Nate and I especially will talk about like emo bands or you know pop punk bands or something like that that's like a world I'm very familiar with and it's not it's like oh cool I've never listened to this band before and like I don't even count Chisel in this because like Chisel is very like mod and very sloppy and different and stuff so yeah like getting away moving away from like not just listening to like the straight white dudes in the pop punk band and moving into all these other things is really, has been really fun. Also getting introduced to more female artists as well has been really great. Nate especially brings a lot of that because he spent, uh, what did he say? I think it was 2021. He didn't listen to any, any music fronted by a man. Oh, that's nice. I like that. And so like he spent a year like just listening to female, female presenting, you know, whatever, artists and like discovering new music that way which I forgot to ask him about if that's how he got into Carly Rae Jepsen or not but um, that's how he got to like Miranda Lambert and like oh, yeah. country music and stuff like that 
Yeah, that's so kinda, it's like broadening my horizons, which I love. Yeah, I would I would like to do more of that. I would actually I have been um, the pandemic was just really put me in comfort food mode, like mm-hmm, in in mm-hmm. every sense of the word. And so um, like I, I've been spent the last two years listening to a lot of super chunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I spent a ton of time listening to Ted Leo and the Pharmacist, so I was like jazzed when that uh, came when up. That dropped, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I listened to it right away, and five minutes in, <laughs> messaged you to tell you you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how it happened. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, like a, a lot of uh, stuff that I uh, have been listening to for years, and I need to. We are by no means out of the pandemic. I always cringe when I hear the phrase post-pandemic. But um, yes, Um, but I do uh, need to sort of broaden my horizons more than I have. So um, I I buy, I have a bad record buying habit and I'm fairly (laughs) good about, um, that's a lie. Um, I have been better about (laughs) listening to records as I buy them. But, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do, I mean, I have to tell you, so, I mean, we have, we have talked briefly about how putting together this chisel playlist was a lot tougher yeah. than I thought it would be. But, um, since putting together that playlist, I have listened to every chisel song on repeat for about a week and a <laughs> half, except for the four that I gave you, five that I gave you. I was... <laughs> I forget that fifth one because of the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I had to very purposefully be like, okay, I need to open up YouTube to listen to. I just made the playlist in YouTube and just listened on there. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, But to be clear, uh, neither of us supports uh, pirating music off YouTube if it's available elsewhere Mm -hmm. to pay the artists at least a little. At least those pennies, yes. Yes, those those (laughs) fractions of pennies. Um, Everybody go buy a shirt. But yes. it doesn't matter if the band you like is 20 years old. Go go buy a shirt. Or go just shirt. send them $20. Yeah. Buy yeah. music off of Bandcamp if you want it. Yeah. Or directly from... Yeah. We could, we could go to... From. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We could go down this rabbit hole forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could we could out-punk each other forever. Like... You know. <laughs> no, Man, that's I, not the way you need to do it. <laughs> I tracked him down. I made him a sandwich. That's how we... <laughs> I literally fed Ian McKay. <laughs> All right, we're we're already talking about Chisel a little bit, so let's get into Chisel. So Chisel was like a band that I've tried many times. Many times? Oh, oh, oh. Not I. W- okay, maybe not many. Maybe a handful. We'll say okay. a handful, because as I've talked about in depth on the Ted Leo episode. Ted Leo on the Pharmacist episode. I love Ted Leo. Yeah. And then I got into, you know, um, Shake the Sheets and Hearts of Oak and those kind of things and started, you know, digging around what else has Ted Leo done. And so I came across Chisel, obviously. The version of me, this was probably 06, 07, 08 in there. That version of me wanted it to sound exactly like those albums that I mentioned, Ted Leo albums. And so I got, uh, I'm pretty sure used at Amoeba, I got, where'd it go, where'd it go? Nothing new EP. Ah, well, okay, yeah. 
Uh, and I probably, you know, downloaded some stuff too, because this was in height of downloading days. And, and um, then you then you tracked uh, Ted Leo down and, and gave and him a I, sandwich. And, I it, made and, him a vegan sandwich. Okay, good. As I, long as he was properly compensated, yes. Yes, yes. I have all the Ted Leo albums. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had the Nothing New EP. I heard some other stuff, some other ways. And it never stuck. And I tried a couple times here and there throughout the years. Uh, I got... Of course, I got excited when Numero Group said they were reissuing stuff when yes. that announcement was made. Because if anybody's going to do it right, Numero Group is going to do it right. Oh, God. Yeah. Those those unwound box sets are yeah. beautiful. I'm staring at them right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I got pretty stoked on it. I was like, oh, cool. Chisel. Yeah, that reminds me. Let me pull them up and listen to them. They're not streaming anywhere. This was like before they started releasing stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess I won't listen to Chisel. And then this came up. So I was excited to kind of dive back in with, you know, 40-year-old ears instead of 20-something-year-old ears. Yeah, so that's actually part of why I pitched myself, uh, forced myself onto your show. <laughs> is that I asked before. <laughs> you had, you had. And I, I was, uh, yeah, and I, I um, we, we talked about this briefly before. I am no longer in a job where I am paid to be, you know, like, have a bad attitude about burritos and like other <laughs> yeah so um uh you know in in my more grown-up job days uh you know I have uh what do I want to say uh you know there's there's work me and there's non-work yeah, me yeah. right now we're in non-work me phase um <laughs> so to get back to it this is why it was really um why I reached out when I did I didn't want to like just razz you like I usually do but um <laughs> I had kind of the opposite thing happen where I was super into chisel Mm -hmm. um, or at least a little like slice of chisel as as you know like in the height of like the teen punk years when you're you know discovering bands right and left and then I remember seeing Ted Lee on the pharmacists open for Elliot Smith in 1999, possibly very early 2000s, just before oh, wow. I moved here. Um, if anybody can place this, or if I wanted to Google it right now, which I won't, um, <laughs> it was a pr- it was the same night as one of the nights they aired that uh, Beach Boys mini series that was really bad. Beach Boys mini series. There's a yeah, there's, there's a a Beach Boys miniseries on like one of the one of the three major major networks. Um, it was the night that they did the like uh, Manson family installment. Oh wow, yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, I could go down a whole rabbit hole with that <laughs> night, but um, yeah, this is a weird night. But um, but I went from watching that with a, a friend to. We went to see Elliot Smith and Ted Leone Pharmacists uh-huh. at uh, Black Cat in D.C. Oh, cool. And, oh, yeah. It's a cool place. I love it. I miss yeah. it. And I just remember just, like, not... Like, it wasn't like, Ted Leo, man, he's, he's not... It's not the same anymore. It's not the same. It's not Chisel. It's yeah. like, I don't think I really even made the intellectual connection. I was just like, yeah, this is... I'm I'm here to cry your eyes out. What are you... What are you... <laughs> what are you doing jumping around like yeah. being happy like what is what is this like like i i am here to be 
fantastically depressed. Uh, Can you please let Mr. Smith on the stage? But, um, you know, and, and as has happened many times, I have, uh, I have missed out on the memories of seeing some really good bands because I'm a moody little shit. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, but it was the same sort of thing where, uh, in, 2000 I could pin it to 2009 I went through some uh, you know like I I started living on my own again and uh, sort of like re-commandeered my stereo and uh, and uh, went to the library and copied all the CDs I could so uh, I probably owe some people some sandwiches (laughs) But, um, uh, but yeah, I guess I owe Ted Leo a sandwich. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, so, uh, shake the sheets and I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I was just like, this is, this is, I've been stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that feeling so many times. (laughs) So that's, that's why I, I'm here to show you the way in the light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Being from the East Coast, did you see Chisel play? No, no. Uh, Chisel was, what, 90 to 97. Yeah. 97, I was 15 years old through most of 97. I was not okay. going not going to a ton of shows. I was going to a yeah. few. Um, I believe, yeah. It, um, yeah, it, it was... Definitely not. I, w- I went to very few shows outside of Alabama. No, I, I only went to a few shows in Alabama. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'd like I said, I was a, a pretty shy kid and I didn't um, I didn't I didn't learn. T- I, I got my driver's license on time, but I didn't bother to like learn how to drive until it occurred to me that like. I could leave my little town. Yeah, yeah. And like go to other towns and go to other record stores and see shows and uh-huh. um yeah, so my first job was at a technically a CD store, but my first job was a record store job mm-hmm. at an outlet mall. Ooh. So, yeah. so it was um um and I was again like a moody little shit and people would come in they'd be like what do you recommend? I was like, nothing. Nothing here is good. It's all bad. It's terrible. Um hey, I got so- I got the Operation Ivy tribute album uh at the uh, outlet mall CD store. So they can't all be bad. Oh and a Civ single too. Hey. Yeah, I mean like I I could have hooked you up with What are those um what were those like really high-end CDs? That like no oh, really Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Dimple version of Danny would know this. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about though. The, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. The special cover with like the black border around it and the gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um those uh we had like the full Steely Dan catalog of those because wow. nobody nobody was buying them. That <laughs> is that is if if this goes well. Like I'm 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 uh proposing this early if this goes well and you want to give me a steely dan playlist like you oh, into steely know dan i could give you a steely dan playlist i because that would be like i would love for somebody to help have steely dan make sense to me if if anybody listening is a fan of steely dan and wants to make a five song playlist and either a come on the podcast or b just give us the playlist and we will talk about it so down 
Yes. All right. I've already weaseled my way onto another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I was not... Um, I got into Chisel. I was a really shy kid, but I was really, really... I developed a lot of... I mean, like like we all did in those early internet days, like maybe we made a friend online or something, and then we traded tapes or, or that kind of thing. And I had like some sort of favorite distros where people would recommend records, things like that. Yep. So I got the, chi- the Chisel single, uh, the OTS single. Uh, so it's all coming together now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it blew my mind. It like, um, and I just I fell in love with that record. And I, you know, like one would think that one would be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Let me go out and buy everything else this band has ever done. And as I came across them, I did buy other Chisel singles. But it was just like, man, this song is like the perfect song. Like this is enough. <laughs> um, and it's also, you know. Um, at the time, at that phase in my life, I was listening to a lot of like, you know, hardcore and and like mm-hmm. like real hardcore and like you know like uh, um, th- that's what hardcore sounds like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, and you know like the the same sort of emo that we've all talked about, you know, yeah. and even some grind. Um, mm-hmm. Although I guess grind would be like. There's, there's some grind in 97. It kind of picked up a little after that. But um, so this was like, I, I, it was like, it was very different than everything else I'd listened to. I mean, it was like reminiscent mm-hmm. of things that I'd grown up listening to in my house. But uh, because it was so different than the other things I was listening to at the time, I mean, there, there was a little bit of like power pop and stuff around me. I want to yeah. say like, what the the gain maybe do you remember the gain i've never heard him okay i know um, the name but yeah yeah i think i'm thinking of the gain but uh yeah i mean it was just so different than everything else i was listening to and it was just this like fantastic record and it was just i fell in love with everything about it and um you know when i finally did get the two lps and um at this point, I believe I have all the singles. I have a couple comps. Um, uh, yeah, I never would have thought of myself as like Chisel super fan, but mm-hmm. um, I, I'm a big fan. And, and this is actually, you're right, this is like a really great time to, it's like the best and worst time to get back into Chisel um, because that they are re-releasing things. Mm-hmm. And so that actually, in terms of putting together this playlist, it made it a little bit tougher because I... Um, I sort of favor 8 a.m. all day a little bit rather than Set You Free. There's, gr- I mean, Set You Free is excellent, but like... Yeah, yeah. And so, of course, 8 a.m. all day was the one that's not streaming right now. Um, and in <laughs> fact, I believe, I was checking on it today, I believe like within the last day or two, I gave you the, the Darla version of the OTS. Um, yeah. And that link has uh, suddenly stopped working like the the darla version is no longer streaming or at least it's not on title where i listen to things. oh oh it's yeah. still on apple music hmm okay it seems unless it like downloaded itself to my phone or something like that well i mean there are other places to listen to it and frankly yeah. i don't it's not really this version of the ots isn't 
fantastically. I mean, like it may very well be the same recorded version of the OTS. I couldn't tell you, uh-huh. but since the Darla version was the single that I had, it just um, it fits. To me, it made sense to give you the Darla sure. link. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. I I went off. I think you sent me a screenshot for the playlist or no. However, I I found the the Darla one for my listening okay. experience. <laughs> and and quite frankly, I don't think it makes a difference. It's uh-huh. just the there are some flaws to my playlist. I I mean, I think we talked about I I gave you I made you switch it up once primarily cuz I tried to trick you into a sixth song. And so I, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had to like come clean and and um redo the playlist. Uh but there are like I could have configured this like 20 different ways. And sure, so sure. in in some ways it's sort of imperfect, but I backed myself into a corner somewhat because there were two songs here that I absolutely had to have on the playlist, which left me little room to navigate for the other two. But okay. the, um, the, and the two songs that are on here that I absolutely had to include are probably like maybe more personally significant to me rather than mm. being like, the most fantastic or I mean I think OTS is fantastic but the 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 best or most representative chisel songs or even um this playlist doesn't necessarily give you a great breadth of of chisel Mm -hmm. but um but two of those songs were really sort of important to me in terms of like getting me to where I am with with uh how much I like chisel yeah okay yeah Forgive the coughing dog. (laughs) We've been sort of talking about OTS for a while. Should we just start talking about OTS? Let's do it. The OTS? The OTS. What is the OTS? I still don't know. I think the, um, the live video link I sent you when I was trying to trick you into listening to Hip Straits (laughs) was, uh, includes some sort of like, funny explanation of what OTS might mean, but then they say, no, not really. So um, th- that's actually one of the the really sort of interesting things about this is this inquisitive and nosy and obnoxiously uh, dogged as I can be about trying to find out things like this song is just makes me so happy that I've just never bothered to question. I've never yeah, like there yeah. there are lyrics. I still don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's it's very out of character for me to love a song, especially like a, a 90s like punk song and not mm-hmm. know exactly what they're talking about, man. <laughs> you know, like, why is there no 10 page uh, uh, explainer to the seven yeah, inch? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's um, I just love it. Yeah, uh, it is a very good song. The thing that bothers me about Chisel, uh, I, I don't know why I'm starting on a negative. The, the thing that bothers me Keep about Chisel... Keep it posy. Keep it posy. <laughs> is, uh, it did grow on me a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. The recording quality is not good. Like on any of the songs. Really? Well, so that's that's the interesting thing. And, and I think actually... Now this is interesting, and this is this is your fault. This is your flaw. Uh-huh. Um, the links I gave you, some of them, <laughs> some of them are the remastered versions for Numero. Uh-huh. So um, 
Yeah, that's a you problem. That's a me problem. I mean, I I I felt this way when I picked up the Nothing New EP. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll lump it. So it's it sounds like we're not going to be beat Carly Rae on this one, but go. <laughs> um, what did I give Carly Rae? I uh, oh a four straight four. Oh okay. Yeah, because uh, I wanted to give her one. Uh, whatever Dante gave Taylor Swift, I was going to one up. So I went okay. to four. Um, anyway, I don't, it's it's oddly like kind of low quality because I feel like other music on the label uh, was pretty good quality. And like all the pharmacist stuff is really good quality recording. So it's, it's just it's really interesting. It, they all sound like demos to me. Hmm. Which eventually kind of grew on me and it actually to to bring all things back to Sacramento a lot of this stuff reminds me of like the the like slackery kind of like the four eyes yeah uh, how they're very like they're playing but they're they almost don't sound in tune sometimes and like Jay Baker's voice is 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 Jay Baker's voice like I talked about this a lot on the pavement episode too, because pavement reminded me a lot of like what the four eyes do and what Jay Baker does. And a lot of those, like what I call tower bands. Cause I know all those people from tower or that's how I found those bands and stuff. So it kind of, it started to remind me of that. And then it kind of, I just accepted like, okay, this is the recording quality of this stuff. And that is fine. I'm not like one of those, Oh, this is a terrible recording quality. I'm not going to listen to this. It just took me by surprise. Okay. Hold on. We're going to hold on here. Okay. So, I mean, the, this is, this is, we need to talk here. Um, so actually, uh, my 8 a.m. all day, which we'll, we'll come to in track four, why my 8 a.m. all day doesn't have a lyric sheet with it. Mm-hmm. But um, checking here. Uh, trying to see who must be. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think you're wrong, but, um, <laughs> but, but I mean, we can leave that. And I mean, like, yeah. it's not very, it's not very punk rock of you. I, um, I know, I know. So, I mean, cause it's, there's it's, no it's, compression it's, on this at all. So is it like, um, I mean, does, does a record not being recorded well mean that the song is not good? Does, no, 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 uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, it. It all took me by surprise because Leo, Leo's way of playing guitar mm-hmm. uh, is very sloppy uh, in, in Ted Leo and the Pharmacist, in Chisel. The way he just bangs on his guitar, it's very um, sloppy and kind of all over the place, which is something that I love about his playing style. Because like I was watching some live footage of of uh, Chisel, which by the way was really fucking great. Oh yeah, there, see this was yeah. Yeah, there was a video of it was OTS and then Hip Straits, like right. Back yes, to that's back. the that's the one I tried to trick you into. Okay, so okay. that's that's when we swapped up. Uh, I believe, uh, yeah, that's when we swapped in Hip Straits. This yeah. is when I felt guilty about trying to trick you. <laughs> but isn't that that's just like you watch that and you're like, oh fuck, I wish yeah. I was at that show. Like, that like holy shit. The that kind of like was a turning point for me in this past like week or week and a half or however long 
I've been listening to this um, because I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And then I watched that live video and it kind of like all clicked for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Supplemental material is important. Yes. Yes. But anyway, all that's to say, yeah, the recording quality isn't maybe the the best or whatever in, in my dumb opinion, but the songs are still really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot yeah. to there's a lot to pick out of these. Do you want to jump into timestamps? So I didn't do a ton of timestamps okay. for this one. I have timestamps for a couple others, but let's let's do your timestamps. Okay. So uh, this is 34 seconds. This one is also the most mod sounding. Like I'm not super like versed in mod, but like I've listened to the jam quite a bit. And like <laughs> this is the one that sounds the most like that. So there's a little drum fill into that part. I don't know if that's a chorus or a pre-chorus, but it's one of those two things. And it was just after watching that video or maybe sometime today when I actually sat down to take notes, I realized like how fun that part is. Yeah. It's kind of like going back and forth between two chords and the bass is like working overtime. Uh, Their bass is really, really good. He is so good. Um, He's... So good, and I think that that's uh, the the bass is a huge part of why Chisel is amazing. I mean, the dr- I am I am in as much as I am not particularly well versed in talking about the specifics of music or music theory generally. I am mm-hmm. very ill equipped to talk about drums, but the drums on this are awesome. Yes, um, I mean just the whole thing together. But the the bass kills me. Like the um, the you know we'll talk about it with hip straights too. But like the the way the two vocalists kind of work together and it is mm-hmm. kind of just like it's just a fucking bop yeah <laughs> yes yes it is uh the vocalist especially on this one but how the the other vocalist uh what is the other vocalist name chris norberg chris norborg excuse me that's another very sacramento thing to me is because he never quite sounds right but it fits you know no, hmm. you don't know. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what's because right? Ted's up here, and then the, then he comes in, and it's like, I don't know. It's almost like a different song that he's doing well, backups for. Uh, I don't know. I just sort of like the interplay, like the whole. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I probably. I probably should have taken a um, timestamp, but they're sort of like, all right, all right, all right. You know? Oh, the, uh, yes. The all rights. Is that what he's saying? All isn't right, it all right? right? All right, all right, all right. No, the two between them. I thought it was all right, all right. Like I said, I have, I have, um, this is the rare, this is the rare record that I yeah. didn't want to just like dive into and, and pick <laughs> apart for, for, you know, like it was just perfect. Why question mm-hmm. it? But it, apparently that's what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to apparently, Fast Homes <laughs> <laughs> it it worked much better live again that live video god i wish i was there yeah yeah holy shit uh they are all technically amazing really good musicians and all of the recording quality the maybe 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 not off 
backing vocals is all mm-hmm. a very Sacramento thing to me, and I find it very endearing. I'm not trying to backtrack. I'm, it it is like an endearing thing to me. Sometimes it like takes me a little bit to get there because I have to I have to wrap my brain around it, and then I have to go, oh yeah, this makes me think of Sacramento. And then uh, anytime I think of Sacramento, I get pretty happy. So, <laughs> but yeah, that part though is very fun. Like I said, the bass is going all over the place. The drum fill into it is really cool. I don't think I noticed the drums and how intricate they are until today when I was like, because like listening throughout the week in the car on headphones and stuff, I'm just kind of like taking it in, you know? And then today sitting down to take notes, I was like listening very intently and realizing like, holy shit, this drummer is kind of like, Oh yeah. All over yeah, the I kit. Mean, I believe if I'm getting this right, I am actually gonna I am actually gonna Google something. And I believe I took notes on this, but I don't wanna be wrong. Well, why do Wikipedia when I can do Discogs? Uh, <laughs> it's because the Discogs. Dis- because got Discogs the Discogs up right here. John Yeah. I believe he's in like another band of that era that's pretty notable. Uh, it says he was in Indian Summer. Yeah, that, that I believe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I mean, well, Which regardless of what other, yeah, regardless of what other bands he's been in, I mean, mm-hmm. he's a fantastic drummer. I think I just said fantastic, but you know. Fantastic. He's fantastic. He's, he's killer, dude. <laughs> this part is, I think, the actual chorus at 128. <laughs> So I should have played a little bit before that. And probably when I put it in the episode, I'm going to put a little bit before what I just played. There's like a chain, like a key change or they go to a chord that's maybe not in the scale or something like that. And it really makes that part stand out. Yeah. And it's really cool. And I think it just kind of shows Ted Leo as like a really good songwriter because it's really subtle, but it does stand out when you're actually like sitting down paying attention to that part it's really cool i i absolutely love like screaming the ots at the very end i don't i still don't know what the ots is but boy do i want to scream along to that yeah yeah it's a really really good i think chorus and then there's some really cool instrumental stuff at 238 love at the very end that like hi-hat oh yeah oh Oh, yeah that shit kills me every time i i it's cool because it's like a showy part but it's not like too showy you know and it doesn't go on for too long yeah but everyone's kind of like this is what i can do this is what i can do and it's so fucking rad yeah it's very cool there's there's like nothing like a really good trio like i don't know why but there's just yeah triangles man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know but um yeah no i mean it's it's a an amazing song and what like uh i mean i can't say for sure that this don't remember exactly what year that 
particular record came out? Uh, like, 90, well, Set You Free came out in 97. 97, yeah. The but, um, single was 96. 96, so yeah. So, I mean, it's unlikely that I had this record when I was 14. I probably got <laughs> uh-huh. it like 15, 16. But, um, I mean, I that's like... I mean, it's like 25 years of this song, just yeah. like this. Yeah, it's, you know, it is probably still like a top 100 favorite song. I mean, 25 years on for me. Is this, so this is like number one chisel song. This was immediately on the playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No this doubt. was This was, this was no question. This was always going to be number one. And I thought I was going to win the podcast, so... <laughs> I seem to, you know, like I seem to have forgotten like how the podcast works. I do believe that there are winners and losers. There are no winners or losers. Everyone's a winner when they listen to five songs or less. Shall we move on to our next song? Let's do it. Off of Lindsay's favorite album, 8 a.m. all day, Hip Straights. Why don't we go walking for a Did I get him in the wrong order? Let's do hip straights. Okay. The correct order is OTS and then hip straights. Yes, it is. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, is my playlist in that order? Let me make sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, That's the order okay. I was supposed to listen to them in. Oh, This I is the have... one that came in late, so I'm going to blame you on that one. Okay, I may have told you the wrong one to swap it up with, so this may be this may be interesting. Uh-oh. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, uh, hip straights. D- this one, it okay. This one sounds very Ted Leo. Yes, which is very cool. I only have two timestamps on this one. Uh, hip straights was supposed to be on the list, right? Yes. Okay. Hip so straights you- was hip straights was absolutely supposed to be on the list. I had placed it slightly differently. Um, I had had it replace uh, a song called Town Crusher. But if you listen to Town Crusher, we can talk about Town Crusher, too. No, Town Crusher is gone. Okay, okay. Removed from the list. Okay, yeah. So let's let's do this. Okay. This one is very good. Uh, Very Ted Leo. Very, like, there's, there's, like, sass to this song. Yes, it is. It's, there's, that's what I have is, like, I, I have very... Actually, I have this on a couple different songs, but I have a very weird relationship with the word swagger. Like, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I almost don't know if I feel like I like the word swagger, but this, yeah, I have that for another song. But yeah, there's like a real, there's a lot of swagger to chisel and, you know, it's it's good shit, dude. Which, it's funny because I, I didn't hear that. It's, it's almost like um, listening at a very like, uh, entry point level, it was very much like wall of sound kind of thing. Just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, there's a lot going on here. Uh, I don't know what to do. Well, so this was, uh, can I, can I mm-hmm. like jump mm-hmm. in for a second? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason, so there are a couple things here. I mean, one is that part of the reason I tried to trick you into listening to this is sort of like bonus six track. Because <laughs> um, that live show, that was a fucking good live show, yes. right, dude? Um but uh, when you did the pharmacist episode, you put Mighty Sparrow in there, right? Yes. 
Yes. So this, to me, is sort of an analog to Mighty Sparrow. Theoretically, I could have started the playlist with Mighty Sparrow. I mean, with um, Hip Straits, mm-hmm. but uh, OTS had to come first. But to me, this is sort of the analog to Mighty Sparrow, where it's yeah. just like right in there mm-hmm. at you. Like, this is, this is, do it. I shouldn't snap into the mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's uh, like, it just hits you right away um but i do feel like this is one of the ones that has been re-released by numero as Mm -hmm. as like a digital single it's a really great entry point into chisel so maybe i should have given you that before ots i don't know but to some degree it feels like um this is this is a me thing in in it feels like kind of a cheat it feels a little silly do you have you watched joe para Joe Para's show? Joe Para, I don't... Joe Para talks to you. Okay, you, you kind of need to. But okay, so anyway, there's this... Um, the gist of it is Joe Para is a comedian. He had a show. It was a great show. Uh-huh. And there's an episode where he hears... He's a grown man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hears Baba O'Reilly for the first time. Okay. <laughs> and the only thing... Like, the episode starts with him in church, and he's doing his church announcements, and he's like... I'm sorry, everybody. I, I've got to talk about this. Like, have, have you, do you know about this band? Have you heard about the who? And, and so like, to some degree, me talking about Hip Straits and how fantastic Hip Straits is, um, like when Hip Straits is a pretty, like the quintessentially chisel song, like it feels very much like the, the Joe Parrott, Bob O'Reilly thing. Okay, okay. That sounds yeah. hilarious. I just texted Dante if he knows Joe Parra because he's very into comedians, so he'll probably know. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, that's that's what the young are for. Um, <laughs> to, to be in the comedians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or to look things up for us, yeah. I, I like that as a as a parallel to The Mighty Sparrow. That that actually makes a lot of sense because this one is it's very like fast, too, and... It, the so like the wall of sound thing or whatever it, it that's kind of how I felt about chisel uh, and then listening to it really closely you start to pick out all those different things and like that sass or that swagger is there and I think it's in the way he play they all play because um, mm-hmm. the, the bass is very especially. very walkie yeah. but like his this like sloppy I love the way he plays guitar just kind of like all over the place. Um, it's, it's sloppy, but it's very like self-assured. It's yes, very yes. like... It's sloppy yeah, because like, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like if I tried to play like him, like it would just sound like a thousand farts, like not good at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. He I, does. Uh, Dante knows Joe Para, not personally, I would assume. And he said okay. he's amazing. Uh, I'll say he yeah. is amazing. Ask him about Bob O'Reilly. This is this is compelling podcast material. O'Reilly. Hopefully, I spelled that right. Do you know the Bob? Yeah. O'Reilly? Otherwise, you're a poser. Oh. Yeah. Um. At least you you didn't call it. <laughs> teenage wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched Freaks and Geeks. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the only reason I know. Yeah, that is that is um, one of the more notable 
Lindsay's in pop culture. Uh-huh. I mean, I think there's Lindsay Wagner who played who, and that's the actress's name, um, who played Wonder Woman. But there weren't a ton of like Lindsay's in the pop culture zeitgeist when I was growing up. So I don't really know how Lindsay kind of. I knew a couple other Lindsay's, mm-hmm. like, but the youngins with the youngins, like Lindsay, really exploded. Like, like yep. the kids that were there were a bunch of Lindsay's as a freshman when I was a junior, which is when I left high school. So, um, yeah, the, that two year difference, man, nineteen eighty three, man, that's when it all happened. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's when Lindsay took off. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so that was actually when I. Um, when my name popped up in the Van Pelt episode, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my full name's in here. Nobody, nobody will know a who who that is, but but b that is that is um, not that I talk about myself in the third person, but it, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, Lindsay Oxford, like that's a name that makes sense. I don't like Lindsay. Lindsay didn't even work for the character on Freaks and Geeks for me because like. Hmm. Lindsay is an like Lindsay sure, the name sure. is an archetype is somebody who like plays a lot of volleyball <laughs> or like oh yeah it, you should ask Dante how many Lindsays he knows yeah uh, but I um oh I don't think there's supposed to be a comma there I won't tell anybody actually I can't see it I mean but, um, the, oh yeah they're they're different things <laughs> I'm paid to I'm paid to know that like professionally like yes. I can yeah you're paid to know that commas and apostrophes are different <laughs> yes. yeah <laughs> it's a lucrative life um I always have to uh try hard I have to in my brain say Lindsay Oxford and then say Lindsay Oxford out, out loud except for right now because I'm pointing this out uh because there is a what is she? She was a YouTuber slash author slash other things, podcaster sort of, um, named Lindsay Ellis. Okay. Uh, okay. That my wife and I talk about a lot because we're a big fan of her. And so okay. I always have to go, no, Lindsay Ellis, Lindsay Ellis. I'm recording with Lindsay Oxford today. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's awesome. She is awesome. But, uh, yeah. Uh,. <laughs> I said, oh, no. I said, how many, this is fucking great content. How many Lindsay's do you know? And he says, is that from the episode? I don't remember a <laughs> sad face. Uh oh. <laughs> um. <coughs> I'm recording with Lindsay. We're going to get to the song right after this, folks. This is it. It wouldn't be five songs or less yeah, if there without, wasn't if there wasn't the the looming specter of Dante. <laughs> without me type texting to people, here's a here's a. I've been we've been talking about sass. Let's listen to some sass. The the stop start rhythm, the like ghost notes on the snare drum, it's all very sassy. And then like watching the video of him play that, and mm-hmm. just the way he bounces around the stage, he's a sassy guy. It's a sassy song. 
I, I fucking love this band, dude. <laughs> and then um, I've got one more, just one more on this song for okay. my my love of Ted Leo and his his uh, sloppy guitar. And I, Ted, I'm sure you're listening, Ted. Uh, can I call you Ted? Um, I say the term sloppy guitar style very lovingly and endearingly. I don't mean it in a bad way. Please don't take it as a bad thing. Uh, you're the best. Last part, the very end, holding out that note, that was the most Ted Leo and the pharmacist thing he could ever do. Yeah. In a chisel song, I guess. Um, <laughs> a couple things. The guitar part, I don't know what it is about it. It's very like sloppy and, and very open sounding, which is great. The Every time I play a, a, a timestamp, you do the same little dance. And it is uh, the exact dance that I do when I do this. When you listen to the, you you can't not go like kind of bob back and forth. It's it's so fucking like bouncy and happy in the same way like pharmacists are. But he's not he's not necessarily singing about like happy shit all the time. But no, no, every not at song all, not at is all. like bouncy. That is, yeah, yeah. No, I mean we we had a long. Uh, I believe like Instagram exchange um, about sort of Ted Leo as as like having very Paul McCartney tones. Some of it is right. that yes, yes. Some of that is that um, that is that is uh, alternate playlist sixteen B, which is mm-hmm. Paul McCartney post wing songs that I want him to cover, um, which is not not how the podcast works but (laughs) honestly the podcast can work any way we want it to okay so i do get to win if okay um yeah yeah yeah. um it's 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 here it's ingrained so i mean the funny thing is though that you keep referring to this as sloppy and like i listen to this and like it feels fucking tight to me like (laughs) it it is it is yeah it's it's just the way he plays. Like no one else in the band has that. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe sloppy isn't even the right word. I've used it before, and every time I do, like, I think I used it on the Ted Lee on the pharmacist episode, and Nate was like, "Wait, what?" Um, yeah, yeah, because you're wrong. Because I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. What's a better word for it? Um, I don't know. On, I mean, journalist. I think I would have to. I think I, I I think I would have to just disagree. Okay. okay. Yeah. I uh, I mean like you. I mean like, are you looking for like Steve Vai precision? No. I mean, God no. Okay. It's, yeah. It's. I I just talked to Ted about this. It's it's not a bad thing. It's in your in your head. You talk. Yeah. About in my head, okay. live on the podcast, Ted and I, Ted Leo and I had a heart to heart. He was sad. Your, your imaginary bestie yeah. that you just like, like just straight up like ripped to his face. 
Ted Leo, I think you're great. And I like Chisel now. Yeah, see? <laughs> two songs in. Two songs in and you're sold. <laughs> it's true because it makes me go like this. And music that makes me go like this is the music I want to hear. Yeah. And I mean, as, as I, I have said before, this song too is a bop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so to me though, like the the harmonies on this between I didn't do any timestamps for this, mm-hmm. but like the the just love it, just oh, yeah, I I could elaborate, but please uh, harmonies <laughs> harmonies, Bob. No, man, we we got three more songs to get through. Let's keep this moving. Um, no, it's a, it's a good it's a good song. Like what I I I just I I don't want to say like I take exception or take umbrage, but like I just. I've been letting you get away with slobbing. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like at some point you're going to need to back it up, dude. Okay, cause... I'm going to come up with a new word. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what I hear is is gleeful and self-assured. Sure. Yeah, gleeful and, and self-assured. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I have a real hard time saying this word out loud. Thesaurus.com. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look up sloppy... I love that it suggests, like in the little thing, it says sloppy synonyms. What? <laughs> sloppy synonyms. <That's>... Okay. <laughs> uh, awkward, no. Careless, no. Clumsy, no. Dirty, mediocre. Bosh, mm-hmm. bosh, All right, maybe it's not the right word. Yeah, <sighs> as yeah, as a as a professional word knower. Antonyms: I, I... clever, dexterous, sure. Neat, orderly, tidy. I don't know. One of these days I'll come up with the right word for it. It's mm-hmm. probably not going to be today, though. No. Right in if you know what I mean, everybody. I think he's a great fucking guitar player. I should be so lucky as to uh, play as as perfectly as he does. And I believe we've talked about this. You have not seen Ted Leone, the pharmacist. And you've not seen... Okay, this is... Yeah. I mean, as, as I really... And it was a whole different lineup. It is many different pharmacists, many pharmacists ago. Mm -hmm. But um, I do regret not paying more attention like early on. Mm -hmm. Like I could have, I could have, I could have had some real good records. Yep. It's an, it's an amazing show. Like he's Mm -hmm. got a fantastic band. He's really good. Like, um, so, well, okay. So let's, let's talk about this. Um, During the pandemic, how much, how much have you watched like, shows that have been streaming like how many like uh online concerts have you watched? oh oh um not many a, a couple i i i didn't do a ton but i found i liked it more than i thought i did mm-hmm. and um what i found was sort of these like wonderful wonderful moments in like um because i mean i've i've done a remarkably good job of, of staying connected with friends and family through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like when you kind of are comfortable spending a lot of time on your own anyway, like there's, there's like, um, the shift isn't that big. Yeah. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's also a lot harder to weasel out of seeing your friends when you are like on a computer 
like in your sweatpants. You can't, you can't, you can't like, there's not a lot of ways around it. Whereas, you know, like if you're in person, you're like, oh man, I just found out I had something else or, you know, but anyway, I, um, I did because I, even when there were shows going on, like I was just not, I've probably in the last three years been to six shows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of that way too. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I found I'm just a lot more, um, I don't know. Like it, it wrecks my discovery of other bands. Mm -hmm. Although as we have, as we have established, I don't, I don't know what I've got when I've got it. But, um, anyway, back to the point, which is also, (laughs) which is also a tangent in itself. I watched, uh, Ted Leo live stream maybe like a year year and a half ago like in the like Mm -hmm. deep part of the pandemic and it was just sort of like okay this is good okay I recognize this song this is okay and like um you know I was just sort of like kind of doing what I was doing like picked up a crossword puzzle or something and then listened in and then um I mean like it's just him it wasn't the full band Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like so the song ends and the next song starts and like it was like oh fuck it was musicology biomusicology and it's like yeah if you're just like sitting doing your own thing and you're not expecting it Mm -hmm. you're like oh fuck this is like the brightest spot of the last three weeks like it was like it like yeah and and like there's not a lot of musicians that can do that Mm -hmm. There's, there's not a lot of bands where, like, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, this is okay. And then just, you just sort of shoot up and you're like, oh, fuck, that's right. This is, like, <laughs> this is amazing. And and this is the best I felt in weeks. It's, it's, it's wonderful. That's... So, yeah. That's really cool. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed out on that one. Was it, uh, was it a paid one? Uh, maybe... I think it was, if knowing me, it would have been under 20 bucks, yeah. probably under $15. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch a ton of them. Yeah. I watched a few. Yeah, I did a few. Yeah. Like there was like Jeff Rosenstock did a couple and, uh, AJJ did one or they did one for like, or Sean Benet did one every day for like a few months, which mm. was cool. And then that label, this label subject specialist uh, out of the UK did like these big ones where they would have a bunch of different artists all like all day, you know, and they Mm -hmm. would take over the, their Instagram account or whatever. And so I watched those, um, some of them, I didn't watch them all day, but Martha did a couple of those and I love that band. Cool. Anyway, that's cool. I would love to hear him do that song solo i i yeah solo it was just like because i've seen him do it live i think uh-huh. oh yeah that's that's where we started is is but i mean like with pharmacists i mean it's like amazing mm-hmm. um it's i mean that is a that is a good band that is a um i will i will go toe-to-toe with you if you call that band sloppy <laughs> but um yeah you you do need to see them live but just when he when he plays with the pharmacists, every time I've seen him play with the pharmacists, he does me and Mia solo. Um, but uh, I did not expect a solo biomusicology, yeah. and I was like, oh. 
that's that's pretty rad. I'm gonna have to see if I can yeah. find that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to send him money for I, a I will. I will. I bought all yes, his records. Yes. New. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and see, I didn't. And see, I didn't. I didn't. So, um, yeah. Uh, there's some sandwiches owed on my account. Yes. Are we ready for this next song? Why not? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the which, which is what? Which 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 next song? Because we we got the order a little off. Well, we'll so see. It's, it's going to okay. be a surprise for you. Okay. <laughs> um, Drum roll. The most recently heard before. This playlist song that I heard, Chisel song that I heard, that came. I listened to the song before you gave it to me on the playlist off of a single, It's All Right, You're Okay, and The Guns of Meridian Hill, The Guns of Meridian Hill. That's the right one? Okay. That's the right one. Okay, good, 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 good. So when when Numero released this, I was on yes. my, like, oh, cool, I'm going to try Chisel again. So I did listen to this uh, and was like, oh, yeah, this is good, and then forgot. Okay, so this is, um, this is, this is actually something I wanted to talk about. This is like, and we're getting very into, like, the notes you don't play category, <laughs> but, um, like... Did you, in the terms of this being a single and Guns of Meridian being the B side, uh-huh. did you listen to the A side? Uh, when it originally came out, yes. Okay, but um, but not because uh, not on the playlist. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. good. Because because I find that song uh, like kind of divisive because it is like very aggressively positive to the point where I'm not. It, we're talking about. We're talking about it's all right, you're okay for a second because we kind of have to. Okay, okay. You're like, do we? <laughs> but uh, but um, so I find that to be a very divisive song. It's a really good song. But so for me, it's sort of like Guns of Meridian Hill as the B-side like really creates like a really, really, really balanced single. Mm-hmm. And so in the terms of pulling it out and throwing it into another playlist and context entirely that does you nothing but let's talk about whether or not you liked the song i like the song a lot this was maybe i think the nicest sounding recording mm-hmm. and that's probably because it's like the the remastered probably that's a good yeah. point it also has some very pharmacist sounding things as it seems like as uh they grew as a band as Ted Leo grew as a musician and stuff. You can kind of see him start to go in the direction he went with pharmacists. So again, I only have two timestamps on this one, but uh, they're very, look, this sounds like Ted Leo and the pharmacists kind of timestamp. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. 32 seconds is the first one. If, if you told me this was a demo for Brutalist Bricks, like I would be like, oh, sick. That's awesome. To, but whatever. Uh, it, it totally sounds like something out of that that album. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's from, you know, a decade or so earlier. I just, I love it. Uh, I love how, like, driving it is, that part. Yeah. It's dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's very driving and very cool and very Ted Leo. It's, it's, I don't have any timestamps for it either. It's, it's uh, just a, it's a fucking bop. (laughs) (laughs) That was... So a couple of these, I had a hard time taking timestamps because it's it was like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, like very kind of basic song structure stuff. Um, and so it was hard to like pick out individual things. So I think that's where I ended up on this song where I'm like, yeah, I just want to listen to the whole song. It's hard for me to like pick out specific things. But I do really, really, really love this lead at 136. Or 134. Really great. Obviously, Ted Leo lead. Like, that is his style. Yeah, a really fucking great song. Uh, Is this... So this song was only on the single? It wasn't on any albums or anything? I believe that's the case. Um, Yeah, yeah. That... Yeah. That's, I mean, I've got the, I've got the single right here. Yes. Um, I love that you brought your records. You're the only person that's done that. I, yeah, because they're all posers, right? No. (laughs) Uh, No, you're, you, you actually have some really good guests. Like, uh, when I, uh, when I made that um, unexpected uh, mention in the Van Pelt podcast, I was, I was like, Nate said something about a, a chisel pot, like a chisel playlist. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'd listen to that. And I was like, oh, shit, it's <laughs> right now. And I did not get it right. So apologies to Nate. But um, yeah, no, you, you have, uh, I'm, I am super into the, the friends you bring on to talk about this stuff. It's, oh, good. It's a very cool thing. Yeah. I yeah. like them. Yes. I really like this song. It's sh- pretty short. It's very uh, Brutalist Bricks sounding. I don't know what else to say other than it's fucking great. So is it... Yeah. Is it... Uh, were you saying like it's it's a good complement to the A-side or it, or it surpasses the A-side? I think that it is a good complement to the A-side. Like it's a nice balance for... Um, I mean, the A-side is, is very poppy and like I said lyrically like um lyrically like I don't know how sincere he's being but like <laughs> like it's it's like a, a song where you just like um you know I, I can't remember if I've got a note for it here but like I did I did have like uh if you like this the analog is this song. <laughs> and I think I even oh can you side note can you explain to me based on your po- podcast why I have a note that says Van Pelt sauerkraut <laughs> because <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I did try that? to listen it was something so that is that is a thing and i didn't i didn't make that up because there's a note written down <laughs> oh i don't remember it was some weird jokey tangent that nate went down that's not a fever dream okay. no it's not. i forgot about that okay. uh, oh it was because of the last song last okay. song that he gave me where he's like, uh, I should warn all my Jewish friends. <laughs> talking oh, about no. being in, is... being in line for 
a hot dog and I don't Oh my god. Go this everyone go good. listen to the Van Pelt episode when you're done with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked I liked that one. I liked that one. Um I'm I'm sorry I'm letting you down, Nate. I mean like well I, I'm not letting him down because he knows how good Chisel is and like uh, he maybe maybe we'll come out of this with you knowing how good Chisel is. He doesn't know how good Chisel is though. Does he though? Because he was like, oh man, I'd listen to that. So I figured. Oh, maybe, like, maybe I misunderstood. Okay. Well, then I don't feel bad. Yeah. He, okay. I know um, one thing. He's excited for this playlist. Okay, that's that's good. I did let him down though because I could have. There are like twenty different ways I could have maneuvered this that would have given you like. Because I was thinking about this. Because this is um, so uh, on set you free. There are a few different songs that uh, Chris Norberg, the bass player, wrote, and I didn't oh. put any of those on the yeah, and I didn't put any of those on the playlist, which would have given you a, a, a certain more of a, a sort of depth to it. Yeah. Um, um, I could have gone deeper into singles and compilation tracks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know like i don't i don't see the point of this podcast to be like who's got the cred it's like who's like hey dude i just really like this this is bullshit yeah yeah yeah. keeping it posy (laughs) keeping it posy so yeah so like i i went with just five really solid wonderful songs and and i mean set you free the whole album is good um again like i'm more of an 8 Mm a.m lady but um uh yeah anyway so uh rather than me ruminate on my shortcomings what were we doing huh anyway let's let's move on okay Okay. um (laughs) do what do you uh, how's about how about this what do you think the next song is Oh, oh, are we on song four now? Uh, we could be. Oh, okay. So we're, are we, we did Guns and Meridian Hill. Yeah, okay. uh, it's, it's a fucking great song that I, the timestamp for that song is zero, zero, zero to uh, whatever the end of it is. Excellent. Excellent. So if we have this in the right order, we have Looking Down at the Great Wall of China. Is that correct? That's correct. That means I got to open up okay. YouTube. Also, Dante says hi. Hi, Dante. (laughs) Uh, I will say that part of the reason this is nestled in the middle is that this may be the one that loses you because this may be... It's, it's different than the rest. It's also something that's just something that I have, like, it hits me in the right emotional place. I do consider it the best breakup song ever written. Like, no oh. joke. So um, that may be a me thing. I may have okay. missed step here and, and like, uh, uh, knocked out 20% of my, my chance to beat Carly Rae here. But uh, <laughs> that is the goal. But... Um, yeah, so I don't know. Let's let's get into it. What do okay, you think? Okay. Is this, I, I do have a couple timestamps for this though. Is this a breakup song? I don't know the words, so Oh. Well, did you listen to the song? I did listen to the song. Interesting. Okay. I'm kinda I don't if I don't have the words right in front of me, sometimes sometimes I'm not the smartest. Tell what are some what are some like 
breakup, good breakup lines in here. Oh, damn, the whole thing. <laughs> and so this is this is actually one of the things that came up is I don't um, somewhere in my house the insert is the insert to this record. It's not in the record because uh, there is there is an inaudible portion of the song which is um, one of my timestamps and um, the insert is gone because I needed to sometime in the past look at this insert to see if the lyrics were truly inaudible if I just didn't understand them. Oh, okay. And they are, in fact, inaudible, um, which is fantastic because it's sort of like in terms of being <laughs> like the best breakup song, it's like, it's like very like, okay, here's here's the template, like choose your own adventure with this line. Um, <laughs> it, it does, it, on I pulled the lyrics up and it does say unintelligible for one of the... Yeah. So, oh, okay. okay, well, this is... I still care a lot about her. Yeah, I really like her a whole, whole lot. Every time I think I'm in love, unintelligible. <laughs> yeah, so I have that timestamp as 110 to 133. Okay, let's do it. I still care a lot about her. Yeah, I really like her a whole, whole lot. Every time I think that I'm in love. That's pretty unintelligible. <laughs> Yeah. And for me, it's just like, it's just like every time that I'm in, uh, every time that I think that I'm in love and then just like pulling away, it's just like, oh my God, I could, there's so many layers with that. It's just like, okay, like, oh man, like if this is a deeply personal song to him, like that line's even too personal for him. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh dude. There, There is something where it feels like he's pulling away from the microphone or something. Mm-hmm. Which is and interesting. I, I, I'm trying to remember. So, the good bad thing about Chisel in the modern age is that it's a fucking impossible band to Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is in in terms of even music now, there's Chisel, there's the Chisel, mm-hmm. there's Cold Chisel. Mm-hmm. There is, as I discovered in in trying to put this playlist together, there's a, a hip hop artist named Chisel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's a tough Google, but, um, you know, it's, it's out there. I could find it, but, um, I feel like, I feel like I even tried to track down him, uh, the band doing this song live. I can't remember if I did or not, but like, yeah, there's just no getting at that lyric, mm-hmm. um, which I love, which I love, which is, you know, I, I, we talked about it. I am like an ardent fan of like the 10 page insert and, <laughs> It just the five words being missing, like to me, is just I love it. Yeah. I don't know. Is it is it something that you would want to know? Like if you met Ted Leo and you'd be like, "What were those unintelligible words on uh, looking down at the Great Wall of China?" Or are you happy in your? Oh life? no, no. I think that that's a very unwise thing. Yeah, it's a very unwise question to ask. I there's um. There's a lot of, there is a specific Ted Leo song that I once read an interview where he talked about what the song was, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not going to talk about, but, um, and like it changed my feeling about the song. Oh. And so I, I, I had wished that I didn't know that mm-hmm. if indeed it's the 
right thing that I read. Um, I'm trying to think there's like another, like some big major rock song that I'm thinking of that like, well, there, there are a few of them. Like, have you ever heard Paul McCartney talk about Blackbird? Um, black, no, not Blackbird. Oh, fuck, dude. Okay, you do not want to hear Paul McCartney talk about why Blackbird came together because, like, it's just the most frustrating fucking thing. <laughs> um, like, I, I, I might have to do a little Google here. Let's see. Um, I don't want to really derail the podcast but this is an important part like why why we don't ask why we don't dissect art why we don't you know do multiple hour podcasts with time (laughs) stamps uh uh, but anyway yeah i i even as a small small child i was a very big beatles fan Mm -hmm. like like really young and it was pre beatles anthology in that sort of period where if you hadn't grown up with the Beatles, like in your lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the Beatles broke up before you were born, like nobody understood why you liked the Beatles. There was a time when that was true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, Wikipedia puts it very, very generally, but um, McCartney said that the lyrics were inspired by hearing the call of a blackbird in Rishikesh blah, 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 and alternatively by racial tension in the United States. So without going into a long extended story, racial tension in the United States, black bird, uh-huh. like hearing, hearing Paul McCartney talk about it, you just go, oh, dude, like you did, we like, dude, d- that's no, <laughs> let's, let's, let's not. Um, this, um, so the benefit of, of, Paul McCartney is people have written down a every damn thing he's ever said Mm -hmm. and B he has the chance to sort of like revise his narrative whenever he feels like it. But, um, so this is, this is actually a, this quote here is like a little better. It says, um, quote, this whole idea of you were only waiting for this moment to arise was about, you know, black people struggle in the Southern States. And I was using the symbolism of a blackbird. It's not really about a blackbird, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. He puts it, um, it's like there's a DVD of one of his early 2000s tours that has audio commentary. And he puts it far less eloquently <laughs> on the audio commentary of this uh, of this 90s tour DVD, which... All of that together gives you kind of a, yeah. um, a unfortunate little like window into what my life is like. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, I think it was it was that like era in the uh, early 2000s where it was like, here, do a DVD and uh-huh. like, um, let's do this add on that'll make people buy yeah. it. And so, you know, you have these. And I, I did yeah, like, okay, I yeah. really, I, I dug it. I dug it. But, um, I think this is just, you know, this, this guy who's like, fuck it. I don't want to do this. And like, but he's Paul McCartney. And so he knows how to like turn on the charm or whatever. And, um, but he was probably also just really fucking high. And he's just like, so he's trying to tell this story and not telling it really eloquently because he's doing whatever the, you know, 2003 equivalent of playing on your phone is. Uh-huh. But, yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, like, don't ask people questions about their art. 
Yeah. Bad thing. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah. Was that like 20 minutes of me talking about Paul McCartney? That's okay. Shh. I like Paul McCartney. Okay. I love Paul McCartney, but also I got, I got feelings. We could, we could do that podcast yeah. too. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do have one other timestamp okay. if we want to like stop the, okay. So it's, um, I don't have an endpoint for it, but I have 214. So initially it was about the vocals for that for me because that mm-hmm. is like a very like sing along yeah fuck man but the drums in there yeah. did you hear those drums oh in yes there? Oh. oh yes yeah those are some great drums and the shananas like I have a note for the shananas yes that's 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 what it was initially there for but the drums in that portion are just sort of amazing and I just generally um, the guitars generally in that song and the way the guitars sort of resolve in the last portion mm-hmm. of that song i don't i don't have a good timestamp for those but it's just sort of like they're just sort of perfect and you almost feel like they're like sort of playing around you and they are very like angsty kind of like i don't know yeah. it feels like a breakup like you feel like you're in the middle of a breakup in the best way yeah <laughs> I, I really really love the guitar work on this song like just the constant like intertwine of like two different leads. It, it feels yes. very like Thin Lizzy or something like that. I just, I just absolutely love it. The end of this song, especially. Let's listen to. Let's see where where my note go. Uh, two thirty five. There's like a whole minute of the song left. I'm gonna play yeah. just some of the because they're like they like noodle for a while at the end, right? And it's the best it's really noodling. Good. It's like I do not like a noodle, but this is oh, yeah. this is this is prime noodle. This is excellent. Um, I the like kind of build out of that last part, and it jumps back into like him yelling some vocals. I don't know what he's saying, but it's something cool, I'm sure. Um, so I'm gonna play some of that into the noodling for a little bit. By the way, yeah, I'm fucking dumb. This is a breakup song. Etc. Yes. They were only a three piece. There's obviously more than three instruments happening. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have my insert, so I can't oh, tell you more about it. should have saved that I know. insert. It's, it's in the house, I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, and the... Uh, can you see how bad the uh, like contrast is on this? Like, it's, 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 <laughs> this is not a record made for old people. No, no, this it's is... not. Let's see what Discog says. Ted Leo, obviously... 
Uh, Doesn't say see. anybody else played guitar. Maybe he just played both. Um, yeah. Ooh, there's trumpet. I wish I had that insert. That would help us. Yes, yes. Elsewhere in the record, some there's piano, trumpet. piano, some organ, even. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is so like, I, I thought this might be the one where I lose you, but it sounds like you were kind of into No, it. no, no. I like it a lot. Any Anytime there's two guitar leads happening and they're not playing the same thing, I'm pretty much sold. Yeah. I, I love that kind of shit. And there is something about it that's very like, the, the about the way he's singing, I mean, that's very like visceral, especially at the end. Mm-hmm. And I really, really love it. And, and finally wrapping my, my dumb little brain about it being like kind of a breakup song makes it a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this one a lot. I think this one and the next one are kind of my faves with the next one kind of inching its way forward a little bit. So this is, this is an interesting thing is that this, this, uh, a couple weird things here. So actually in terms of this last one, the last one actually comes before uh, great wall oh. on the same album. So, but I, I am really good at ending things on a downer and I did not want to end the playlist on a downer. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And and so there there are a few songs that kind of could have I considered for this. Uh, so, um, especially since some of them are a lot more easily accessible than they used to be mm-hmm. with the Numero releases and stuff. Yeah. So this is it's your star that's killing me, which is um, it is on eight a.m. It's um, also on uh, nothing new, which did not grab you in nineteen ninety whatever. Uh-huh. And then. Um, because, I mean, that's the, that's the other thing we should talk about here is that this is like a, a band that was around for seven years and I gave you songs in like a solid two-year bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. I mean, they didn't put anything so out for a while, it looked like. Um, well, I mean, Nothing New is, is sort of a compilation of stuff that was done. Oh, like is it? Okay. Oh, hence Nothing New. Yeah. Okay. yeah, well, there. I mean, there are actually a couple mm-hmm. new songs on there, if I recall. But um, there is a song called Nothing New on there, which is kind of more what it's about. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I, like, I think the earliest single has Sunburn on it, mm-hmm. which may even, I think that that's their original bass player that's on Sunburn. And there's nothing wrong with those. And there's elements of kind of what Chisel was later on it. But, um, you know, like it's just, it didn't grab me quite the same way. Okay, Sunburn is the one single I don't have handled right here. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's under the LPs. Okay, anyway, doesn't matter because we're not talking about Sunburn. Do you know the song Out for Kicks by Chisel? Hmm. I like I don't it doesn't immediately come to mind if I heard it. That's that's the one thing of Chisel that I own. I have a a various artist seven inch called Squirrel and it has a chisel. Oh nice. Is that um is that on uh is that a Simple Machines? Uh, where does it say? Level Records is what it's called. Level Records. Okay, yeah, no, that's I bought it because of Frodis. It has a Frodis song on there. Oh yes, yeah, that is. So you do, you do like the, you do like the DC area. I, I mm-hmm. love DC stuff. Okay. Very, yeah. very much. Um, what I've heard of it anyway. It's a cool place, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I left it as soon as I could. no I mean <laughs> yeah. like I, yeah. I'm yeah no I mean I was I was from the suburbs it's not the same mm-hmm. thing I, I considered moving there but you know California land of promise <laughs> land of promise yes 
land of promise or land of, I don't know, land of not where my parents live. So, no, I don't know that song. So you um, you had heard that song and that didn't grab you either. Oh, I don't think I'd ever listened to that 7-inch. It's just in my collection because it has a Frodo song on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I have... Actually, I mean, I think really the only comp that I have that chisel, chisels on is this compilation of DC bands doing Cure songs. Oh, um, I remember that. Yeah. Give me the cure. So that's Shudder to Think, Roper's Chisel, Eggs. Isn't Frodus on that too? Right before Cinnamon Toast, yes. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast, Frodus, Tuscadero. Oh, Tuscadero. Jawbox, Dismemberment Plan. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Dismem- um, I like yeah. the Dismemberment Plan one on there. Yeah. So we're talking about Your Star is Killing Me now. For getting off track, no. your stars killing me um, was really sort of a. Um, uh, it's a good song, but there are a couple other songs that I considered for that spot. A lot of them based on like the Numero stuff mm-hmm. that is out there now. So there's like um, Innocence Abroad was in the running. One other oh Citizens of Venus. Like mm-hmm. after I gave you that playlist, I got really deep into listening to Citizens of Venus on repeat, <laughs> and then. What I kind of should have done since I set you free is like really underrepresented is one of my other truly favorite like uh, go to uh, chisel songs is Amateur Thief mm-hmm. and Amateur Thief. Um, so that might have might should have gone there. Although it sounds like you I, liked your stars I killing me. I really like this song. This was the one that I like right away. Oh, cool. Mainly for the end of the song, which I oddly don't have a timestamp. oh i have like an earlier version of it but anyway i like this one a lot it it spoke to the like 19 year old version of me or 20 year old version of me that was like any song that mentioned stars i would just fall in love with you know <laughs> oh yeah do you you didn't get the requisite like nautical star tattoo? no 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 i did okay, not okay I, I probably considered it at some point in my life but but yeah like the that stuff just instantly gets me. This one's kind of a downer too. Yeah, it it, it is, and I that um, is something I should probably take up with my therapist. Huh? <laughs> but um, like, yeah, it, it is, it is, but it's not nearly as as like. I mean that that way Great Wall closes. Yeah, yeah. Like if that had been the end of your like, I don't know. I would like if that was the end of the playlist for me. I would have just like collapsed, <laughs> crying, you know. But um, yeah, no, your star is killing me. Is yeah, it's. Yeah, but it's it's more like um like aggressive is even the wrong word, but it's like a not even angry, but like assertive. Yeah, assertive, angry. It almost feels. I was trying to decipher lyrics on this one because it actually had it on Apple, and it kind of seems like like a like a letter to your your favorite musicians or something like that. And you're you're a star, and I'll never be as good as you. Kind of. Hmm feeling this is me just trying to decipher lyrics this afternoon so who knows which i like i like songs like that where it's it's almost like oh you're so cool i love the music you make this is kind of how i feel about ted leo like 
He's fucking great. I love him. I love his guitar playing. I love his voice. And he's kind of, he's not like famous, famous, but he's, he's pretty famous. And I'll, uh, like for me, I'll never be like that. Uh, and I might get, if he ever like got really big, I might get bummed out by that. Yeah, that's just, hmm. I don't know, like, again, it's like very not in my nature to like, like it's very much in my nature to analyze lyrics. And so it's very much not in my nature that I just sort Mm -hmm. of enjoyed this without um, really taking it to that point of analysis. Mm -hmm. But um, it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying, too. Yeah, because this is because again you are, are dissatisfied by the recording. Quality. No, no, not even, uh, not even that. Just the way he he delivers the vocals on this one is very like he's got a lot of like accent to some of the things that comes out, and like a, following along with the lyrics, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of see how that goes. And I don't know, maybe the lyrics aren't exact, but so when you say accent, do you mean like? Like he's got like some kind of like affectation on his voice or something like that when he's getting some of the words out. Like, are you talking about when, like back in the pharmacists, when you were talking about his use of the word process? (laughs) No, not, not that kind of accent. Okay. Cause as soon as, like, as soon as that came up in that last podcast and like, I can't remember which of you mentioned the way he pronounced a certain word, I was like, oh yeah, process. That's, that's what they're headed to process. Yes, that was that was me, I believe. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I believe it wasn't Guantanamo. I believe it was Abu Ghraib, but I might be wrong. <laughs> Other notes I have for you that had I not been on the podcast would have just been a very long, uh, uninvited Instagram <laughs> DM. <laughs> so, into it, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, so... But yeah, so I okay, yeah, I mean I can I can see that. I so I think Yeah, go for uh, it. I do have an example. So 43 yes. uh I'm going to do 42 cuz my time stamps tended to be a little off today. I honestly have no idea what he's saying. I kind of do now cuz I read the lyrics, but I love the delivery because it's it's I don't know. Anyway. kind of toward the end there where he's like ah ah it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. he's grunting or something but it's it's it sounds it's like a very ted leo yeah, thing yeah. and i mean i think on the i keep referring back to the um this is just like me educating your pharmacist <laughs> but uh you know like i don't know necessarily if i'd use the word falsetto but like i the the thing when i talk to people about ted leo which apparently i do a lot more than i did, <laughs> but uh just the vocal range on that guy, dude. Yeah. Like that, that man, like doesn't matter if you do not like a Ted Leo song, mm-hmm. like that man is a talented singer. Yes. He's very, he's got a really good range and he pulls it off live, which is always a plus. Yes. He, I, I have never been disappointed going to see him play. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like the delivery. It's, it's just very like, 
kind of maybe the most punk Ted Leo gets in that delivery, just like very barky yeah. kind of sound to it. And I'm into it. Yeah, and I think that is part of why ultimately I went with this one instead of some of the others. Um, although Amateur Thief would have been a really good one for that. But I mean, if you were, you know, in terms of sort of the first couple having that same sort of like feel that you were talking about, this is slightly different. Although, mm-hmm. you know, like definitely you can see the thread there. But um, again, you know, no time spent, no time stamps for me. It's just a ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I've got one more time stamp and I think this has the the title line in it which is every time it, he says it, I'm just like, oh. Ted Leo solo. You know what it sounds like. Yes. Good. Oh, yeah. I love I love the line. I love it when he says your star is killing me, and I like that last one because he goes in the our our uh, uh, falsetto type thing that we were just talking about, and then he goes into that fucking lead guitar, and it's just quintessential Leo style. Um, every once in a while, I'll hear like, oh yeah, he kind of like used something similar in a pharmacist song. Or like those two chords, like followed by each other, like oh yeah, it sounds like yeah. we're going to Rude Boys Gone. I mean, there's something. no, there's no like Celtic breakdown in there. There's <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked this song. Uh, like I said earlier, I like Chisel now. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, my brain needed to become forty. Uh, or something. I don't know. I'm just happy to have more Ted Leo in my life because his. You have seen the way in the light. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his solo albums can only take me so far, and so now I've got more to listen to. Um. Fucking, I'll let you beat Carly. Yeah. Just barely. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'll give you. Let's see. I gave Carly a four. Point mm-hmm. zero, mm-hmm. Ted or Ted Leo, uh, because Ted Leo's in the band. <laughs> Chisel gets uh, we'll go four point one. Oh, fuck yeah! Just okay. over Carly Rae Jepsen because it's not a, it's not a competition. It's just like uh, equal quality there. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like no. I mean like Carly Carly rocks it, dude. Like she yeah 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 just. Honestly, at the end of the day, if I'm going to hop in my car and put on some music, I'm probably going to pick Chisel before I pick Carly. What are you going to, are you going to, if it comes down to it, are you going to have, is every day going to be a Chisel day or is every day going to be a pharmacist day? I'm going to pick Brutalist Bricks over anything. Mm -hmm. Like if I have to pick something to listen to, where Ted Leo is singing, it's gonna be Brutalist Bricks. Okay, this is this is fair. I mean, we yeah. just need to introduce. I mean, you know, like we've got you in a, a good space now. You, know, like, yeah. <laughs> you got a, you're in maybe, a good chisel space now. Yeah, maybe in a couple months, I'm gonna be like, if I'm gonna listen to something that Ted Leo is singing on, it's gonna be 8 a.m. all day, all day, all day, 
all day. <laughs> but I, no, I mean, but that, but that is the thing, right? And that is, you know, like going back to the whole like comfort food and music discussion, like Chisel mm-hmm. is amazing. And I'm glad to see these records coming back. I'm glad to see, yes, uh, like, just I'm absolutely thrilled by it. But um, like I do, you know, like I, it's not just a nostalgia trip. I mean, these are like truly great records. But um, yeah, but yeah, I I personally love these. But it's it's um, it's gonna take a lot for me to put away my old records and listen to something new but that's personally something that I need to do like yeah yeah but I I, but I loved the opportunity to just have a reason to listen to nothing but chisel for two weeks so I thank you for that totally uh well we'll have to you'll have to come back maybe we'll get a steely dan playlist the offer's still out there folks yes we can do a three-person episode you can just give us a playlist we're down Possibly uh, what songs Ted Leo should play by Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. I, could, I, could, I can give you that. I yeah. can do that. Possibly something else. Because um, that is like an sh- imaginary playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a very, that's like this speculative fiction playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Lindsay, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, this was very fun. I'm going to listen to some chisel. Everyone else should do the same. Do you have any final final thoughts, final words of wisdom? Um, I assumed you would ask me to close with something and then I never thought of anything clever to say. Uh, keep your inserts with your records because you'll never know when you need them. There's a good, that's some good advice right yes. there. Yes. Keep your inserts with your records. Hey, everybody. It's Editing Danny. Uh, The very end of the podcast recording got all screwy and weird. So this is me signing off, saying bye. Uh, bye Bye-bye. synchronize audio oh god i hope i didn't i hope i didn't just kill the kill okay so it's not hopefully it won't kill the whole three hours that we recorded but yeah yeah um no 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 i think it's an acquired taste i definitely don't listen to it nearly as often but it is like it's a it's a good thing yeah okay anyway yeah so now that i've now that i've derailed your outro twice